Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. Affiliate Marketing Insider explores the fast-changing world of affiliate marketing from the perspective of one of its most recognized experts. Host Linda Woods leads this ongoing discussion of important industry issues and emerging trends through her own experiences with the whales of the industry, from CEOs to super affiliates to high-impact players. It's time to get inside with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. Here is your host, Linda Woods. Hello, everybody. How are you today? I'm Linda Woods. I'm the president of Partner Centric, and I'm your host for Affiliate Marketing Insider today. I am really excited about today's uh, call. One of the things that's been brewing for quite a while, and if you've been listening to my show, you know we, we've talked about this from time to time, and that's the need for an affiliate marketing association of some kind. Um, and lots of people have been talking about it. It, it. You know, I think over the past two years, there's been a number of different people who've looked into it, researched it, talked about it, and um, all of it has really not come to too much other than a general need for it. Well, recently, uh, all of you might know that the New York uh, State enacted uh, tax laws that are going to affect affiliates um, and merchants who do business in, in there, uh, in that state which has really caused an uproar in the industry um, uh, around whether or not that's um, uh, you know, a good thing for the business. And, and most people believe that basically the law is, is not really in the best interest of affiliate marketing at all. So if we had had this kind of association, it might be the kind of thing where we could have made some sort of uh, impact. So I think the time is ripe now for an association. And so today um, our guest is Re- Rebecca Madigan. Um, Rebecca, are you there? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. Rebecca <clears throat> Rebecca is a former um, uh, CJ employee and uh, spent three years there in product development and uh, knows quite a lot about affiliate marketing. But most recently, she was hired by um, Onyx Single. A lot of, of you might know him as the CEO of Affiliate Classroom. And she's been hired to do research and a discovery around the, the possibility of actually forming this association finally. And so I'm just delighted to have her because she's, she's done a lot of work in the preliminary stages here of how this might work and what it's going to look like. And last night we uh, both had the pleasure of attending an affiliate dinner that was put together by, uh, by Brooke Schaff, who's uh, with uh, Schaff Consulting, um, and, uh, and Rebecca. And there was a number of, of uh, heavy hitters in the industry, <clears throat> Todd Crawford and Lisa Riolo and uh, Carrie Pollard and, and, and many others who have, have had a lot of uh, impact on this decision and um, are really the, the, the great minds and leaders of our industry. So Rebecca and I are just going to chat about that meeting and chat about uh, the association and uh, just really delighted to get it going. So Rebecca, tell us how this uh, came to fall in your lap, sort of, and uh, where you are with it and kind of explain you know, where you've gotten so far. Bring everybody up to date. Sure thing. I actually asked for this myself, brought <laughs> it on myself to a certain extent. There is a lot of talk. It's been going on for a number of years about forming an industry association, and it seems like such an obvious thing that this industry needs. Um, I think, you know, a couple of main reasons why it's never taken off is it's been attempted as a part-time volunteer effort, and, mm-hmm. you know, un- unfortunately, um, it's always 
dropped to the bottom of people's priority list because they're all focused on their own business issues, obviously. So right. um, that's been a that's been a, a constraint, and finding funding for this has been another constraint because it, there is going to be a cost. So everyone I've spoken to recently, and I've I've probably spoken to about. Uh, 30 people now, um, industry leaders, in trying to get their feedback on what would make a su- successful organization and what would the objectives be. And I think there's pretty strong agreement that it's time for a full-time, professional, nonprofit organization um, that would be exclusively dedicated to uh, the affiliate marketing industry. Or another name we've been tossing around is performance marketing industry to, to address a broader spectrum of needs. So um, the main objective that we're looking at is really to raise the visibility and credibility of affiliate marketing with the end result being that uh, if there's more trust built around this industry, we can attract more marketing dollars. And I think that's what's needed for everyone to be able to, to grow their businesses and to grow this, this channel. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I, we really, we really need that kind of positive force in our industry. You know, it's we're we're a, a ten or eleven year old industry now. It's a proven marketing um, channel for 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 people, and yet um, there isn't any one real voice of reason out there with research and statistics and good PR that's you know that's out there uh, singing the praises of what we do. And, and that's only, of course, one part of it. The other part of it, too, is being able to have a, a, a group um, of, of well-known and, and well, uh, well-liked and respected individuals who can provide um, a, a, a forum or a repository of, uh, of white papers, of research, of statistics, of, of speakers who can, who can speak to legal issues and ethical issues and, and that type of thing so that there is some sort of, I don't know, cohesiveness uh, around what's, uh, what's best for the industry. Exactly. I think the maturity of the of the industry is such that it's time for building coalition and agreement. And you know, some people have pointed out we have we have a unique situation here where we have very large companies. Um, making up the networks, making up the merchant side, and we have a lot of very small businesses on the affiliate side and, and lots of uh, sizes in between for, for other supporting uh, members such as agencies and solution providers. And that's really unique. How do we build um, an agreement on what this channel means and what this channel can succeed at um, with all these varying needs? But I think what's, what been, what's, has, been, uh, what's been proposed uh, so far along those lines, and, and do you have a name yet? Well, I'll start with the name. Um, we, we decided to, at, at Affiliate Classroom, we decided to, to try and get some traction quickly. So we, we came up with the name Performance Marketing Alliance, and we purchased the URLs for that. Um, so we're hoping to launch a blog very soon where we... we ask for comments and, and try and, and build coalition through discussion and dialogue through that blog. So um, I will definitely make a big announcement about that when we, when we get that up and running in the next couple of weeks. Um, what, what we found ha- that, that are the common elements is 
obviously education. That's one thing um, we're lacking, and there's a lot of misinformation about this channel. And I think that probably contributed a lot to what happened in New York, is that there's mm-hmm. this misunderstanding of what the channel can do, what its effectiveness is, what its role is in the online commerce uh, industry. So I think uh, establishing definition, establishing um, the business case, un- de- de- demonstrating where affiliate marketing fits in the whole food chain of, of a marketing channel, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously evangelizing the benefits of this channel, um, getting that word out there through speaking engagements, through press, um, also, there's a number of, of things that, that could benefit from standardization, such as data feeds. And we talked about that last night at the dinner. It is such mm-hmm. an obvious thing to establish a standard for data feeds that networks, merchants, and affiliates can follow. Right mm-hmm. now, it's all, you know, it's all dependent upon the merchant and the network, and they're all different. Right, and that's also not a contentious issue. That's an issue that would be a helpful one for everyone involved in the business, and so it's it's kind of a good place to start because there are some contentious issues that would be hard to find immediate consensus on. So I really like that. I mean, it's not unlike the IAB that has given us the banner sizes that are standard. Exactly, yes, And, and, and like you said, those contentious issues are going to exist but I think what this association can do is bring them to light, open up mm-hmm. a transparent dialogue, mm-hmm. and really bring some professionalism to the debate instead mm-hmm. of, you know, we have some some <laughs> more mean-spirited dialogue that's visible, and, and that doesn't, to, to outsiders, and that really doesn't, doesn't do anyone any good. Mm-hmm. I want to get into um, a little more about some of the, things we talked about last night, but I want to do that right after the break. Before we do that, um, why don't you give us just an idea of the the proposed uh, framework of of the association, and of course all of this is is, open to change as it evolves, but the the proposed framework uh, for it. There are a lot of standards or industry organizations out there, so we definitely want to use uh, what's been proven and works. Um, we want to develop an advisory board that will help establish the charter of the organization, and that advisory board will vote in an official board of directors as well for the initial inauguration. Uh, we want to launch this organization officially uh, in January of 2009, and we would like to leverage um, the, the event where it brings together a lot of industry leaders, and that's Affiliate Summit. Mm-hmm. We want this board of directors then to have oversight and management of a professional group that's dedicated to managing this organization, growing membership, outreaching to the, to the public, to the press, um, that sort of thing that would evolve into things like lobbying or market research. Those are things that are strategic, but but I think farther out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and it's, and it's what, uh, pretty... do you have any any um, ideas about how you would set up the memberships and stuff, and and what are what kinds of things are you looking for to get that going? We have a really good example with the Search Engine Marketing Professional Organization, also known as SEMPO, and, and I, I personally really like the structure. They have three levels of membership. One is for an individual, 
And that can be an affiliate manager or, or a merchant or an affiliate. It really doesn't matter. Um, and it's fairly low cost, and, and there's a number of benefits and access when you have that, that basic level of membership. Then there's a corporate level of membership, which um, allows that, that company to state that they're members. And then there's the sponsor level of membership, where these are um, large contributions that are designed to help stimulate and grow this organization. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll want to start um, soliciting you know membership across all three levels, and what we'd like to do is open up founding memberships between July first and November first. So anyone who joins as a founding member will have access to a logo where they can state that they're founding members and keep that logo uh, forever. That's cool. Well, I hope Partner Centric gets to be a part of that. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> yeah. Listen, let's take a let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about uh, what some of the um, in- industry heavies that were there last night had to say about it, and uh, get into a little discussion on that. Great. So, um, everybody, stick with us uh, through through our commercial break, and we'll be back in a minute to continue this um, discussion on the forming of the Performance Marketing Alliance. Talk to you in a minute. Don't go anywhere. More Affiliate Marketing Insider when we return. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my, he crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's Sure Hits. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Life tips. 
Welcome everyone to the show, Amanda Smith. What kind of strategy do you want to have with listeners? I specifically came on to do this show because I want to learn and I want to bring on guests who are going to teach me just like anybody else. So if our listeners want to know more about how they can go green or more about our guests or, you know, understanding some of the concepts that we're talking about, I would love to really have a a great interactive forum for people to really get involved. Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel only on webmasterradio.fm you have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment webmasterradio.fm because not everyone's last name is gates webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere we now return to affiliate marketing insider once again here's linda woods Hi, everyone. We're back again. Thanks for sticking with us through the commercial break. I appreciate it. Um, I'm here today with Rebecca Madigan, who is um, uh, the point person for heading up uh, research and discovery on forming the new Performance Marketing Associate, or, uh, Alliance, sorry, uh, Performance Marketing Alliance, which we hope to be the very first uh, affiliate marketing-related association. And uh, we have been discussing that, and we attended a very interesting affiliate dinner last night with a number of different people who have been in the industry a long time to discuss it and, and bounce around the idea and uh, see if we can get it off the ground. Uh, what were your impressions of, of the dinner last night, Rebecca? Well, I was really pleased by the support. Uh, I believe we had unanimous support to start an organization, and, and actually I've received that same support in everyone that I've spoken to in my interviews, my independent interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a healthy dose of skepticism, I think, in that in that. Um, we need to really have a dedicated effort. We really need to have um, a transparency. Um, we really need to break down the walls of competition to the point of uh, gaining consensus. And, and I really mm-hmm. um, felt that from everybody um, in the group. And we had a, mm-hmm. we had a really broad um, basis of, of uh, attendance. We had mer- very top-level merchants. We had a network, like you said, CJ. We had a number of affiliates there as well, plus agencies and consultants. So I felt like that was a good validation and a good um, representation of people that are important to this industry. It, it actually was very representative of the different constituencies that we were discussing a minute ago. You know, it, it ranged from, you know, that, that young couple with their baby who's, you know, like just getting started in affiliate marketing all the way up to the general manager of, of Commission Junction, Carrie Pollard, and, you know, everything in between. So that was, that was a really, really interesting group we had. And we had we had an initial uh, RSVP list of about six people, and then as word got out, it grew to almost twenty people. So that's yeah. an indication of it in and of itself that that it's really yeah, that, a hot topic. That was awesome. Yeah. You know, I want to talk about that skepticism a little bit. That did take me aback just a bit. Um, there was there was a couple different people there who were saying, I you know, I don't know if this this is a great idea, but I don't know if it can really work because certain people can't really sit at the table together, or they will have their own, you know, their own. Uh, um, uh, motivations for being there, and, and there was some skepticism that companies would put up big money, would want things to go their way. And, and you know, honestly, 
maybe I'm naive, but I have been in this business for 10 years, and I really believe that it's possible for members of, uh, of, of each one of those constituencies who have been around for a long time to step up to the table in an advisory board situation or surely on the board, you know, and, and put down any animosity toward each other or differences of opinion in order to better the, uh, the, the overall direction of the industry. So I don't know that that's going to be a really major problem, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I, I hope not. And I, and I think there are structures of an organization that can mitigate those changes. So you can limit, for example, the number of representatives from each interest group. So it's mm-hmm. fair and balanced. And another thing that that, we're, that is my strong belief, um, and I've seen it in other standards and, and industry associations, is that it needs to be funded by each individual member so that mm-hmm. every member has an equal voice. Now, that doesn't right. mean, you know, an individual affiliate's going to pay the same as a large corporation who wants to sponsor the event, but their mm-hmm. voices should be represented equally. Uh, I, I totally agree, and, and um, I think that the... Um, you know, the people that are stepping forward uh, and talking about cash right now, so far Chris Jones, the CEO of Pepper Jam, has, has uh, publicly mentioned that he would, you know, be willing to throw in the first ten grand and is challenging other companies to do that. Um, I know Chris well. He's been on this show. We've been friends a long time. And I don't believe that he's doing this so that the interests of Pepper Jam are furthered. I think he's been in the business long enough to know as well as I do and anybody else, we need this to happen. And so those companies that actually have the money that can, you know, put a few dollars forward to make it happen is, is I think, in everybody's best interest and, and not necessarily just some sort of personal, uh, um, you know, per, personal uh, vendetta. Vendetta, that's not the right word. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, personal interest. And Thank I you, personal there's... interest. I don't know where I came <laughs> up with vendetta. <laughs> Sorry and about as... that. <laughs> as each individual, um, we're all faced with either, you know, a lack of a revenue opportunity or a high cost, maybe legally or, or legislatively as we deal with issues like New York. And collectively, it is in our best interest to work together because I think yeah. it will save us each a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort when we're trying to indif- individually and independently tackle some of these issues. And collectively, I think if we, we will be able to build the trust, and we need to work collectively to build trust in this channel, and that should um, attract more revenue opportunities to the channel as well. I, to- I totally agree. And while I think there are some hotheads in the industry and there are a few like well-known contentious conflicts between various different groups, Honestly, I think there's enough uh, enough uh, mature people in the industry who really believe in it that 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 that's going to be kept to a minimum, in my opinion. I mean, I, I certainly know uh, you know dozens of uh, of people who would be uh, wonderful members of an advisory board who who have the highest good in mind. But the one thing yeah. I, I wanted to talk about um, it's funny. This goes by so fast when we're talking about a good um, topic. I was having a, uh, an email conversation this morning with Brooke uh, Schaff, who was, uh, you know, involved in the organization of last night's meeting and, and is a very key part of this whole discussion. And, and one of the topics that came up last night um, that I, I want to uh, uh, clarify and bounce around a little bit is this idea of, um, uh, of an association like this creating either standards and ethics versus some sort of 
certification that would require uh, adherence or policing. And I think that's really where the conversation needs to, to start from uh, when, you know, when we get into the advisory stage is from, from my viewpoint, and I think I can speak for, for Brooke as well on this, is that I don't believe that the association's role ought to be certifying and people to do certain things right and then like policing whether they are or not. You know, I, I, I yes. think that that's a, a really different type of situation than creating a code of, uh, last night one of the members there was saying code of ethics. I think code of standards is probably a little bit better term, not quite so contentious, where, where it's like the IAB, where here's some good standards. Here's the way that, um, you know, the, 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 the wise people of the industry who make up this board feel that these are best practices, best standards in our industry in various areas. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that just because you're a member, you absolutely always adhere to those standards. They're just standards. You can make a, in the case of the IEB, and Todd Crawford was talking about this, you can make a banner any size you want, you know, but, uh, but the standard banner according to IAB is the 468 by 60. So that's kind of the direction that, that I, that I'm, uh, leaning towards in this particular case, and I, I wanted to get your, uh, opinions on that. I, I totally agree. I mean, a set of guidelines and, and set of best practices even and, mm-hmm. and set of guidelines per uh, vertical or category or business model, you know, I mm-hmm. think is really to bring that visible, to make that visible and bring it to the attention of everybody involved. You know, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of like deep linking and strong landing pages. You know, that mm-hmm. helps a merchant obviously convert the sale, but it's mm-hmm. very important to the affiliate to make sure that the traffic that they're referring actually does convert. Um, right. So I think that, you know, establishing that as a standard or a guideline and making it the importance of it visible um, is, is really an effective way to use this association. And, there yeah, are even I, and I really like, like the idea, too, of having uh, uh, two sides to a question that are well articulated in the form of some sort of white paper or case study where, you know, where people who are coming to the association for learning, for information, can see two sides to a point. For example, what I was thinking about is, um, uh, you know, is is the uh, the paid search versus affiliate marketing question. Um, yeah. You know, on one end of the scale, you have merchants that want to outlaw all affiliates from ever bidding on any keyword, any trademark, or any aspect of their business whatsoever because they want to protect their own ad spend, which is, I would say, on one extreme end of the spectrum, versus those companies who feel that giving affiliates the ability to bid on virtually anything they want to about their business, including their trademark, because basically any traffic from affiliates is good traffic for affiliates, is on the opposite end of the spectrum. And I think a case can be made for both sides and everything in the middle. And I would just love it if I could direct a merchant who was having trouble making this decision, here's here's some very articulate uh, uh, thinking on uh, on these issues, and you need to read through it to decide where your uh, where your business model really fits in the scheme of things. 
I, I think that's an excellent suggestion, and you made me think of the issue of branding. I, I've mm-hmm. heard that a lot from merchants that, and, and a lot of this is misinf- based on misinformation, that there's a mm-hmm. fear that an affiliate could damage a brand. But then there's the, the other side of it where it can be proven that an affiliate can actually enhance or expand the brand in ways yeah. that the merchant wouldn't be able to. So laying those Absolutely. kinds of topics out is very uh, valuable. And Absolutely. also, and by um, the time this association comes to pass, we already will be dealing with the effects of the New York tax law. So I think true. there's time for us to actually develop uh, some some um, research and papers and, and opinions, whatnot, about that. You know, um, some some companies uh, uh, overstock and Ritz have already decided to kick out affiliates who live in New York. Uh, personally, I think that's an extreme action, but I can understand from their legal point of view that's the direction they're taking. On the other hand, I think we're going to see some companies that that, uh, that step up and say, you know what, we're not afraid of that big bad, bad law, and we're going to figure out a way to continue to support our affiliates through measures that, it, you know, that, that aren't illegal, of course, but that take that into account. And so that's, I think we're always going to see that, that going on in the affiliate marketing industry, that there's not always one correct choice, but that there are very uh, respected and thoughtful, wise answers to both sides of a question. Yeah, it's really just giving exposure and visibility to, to all sides. Mm-hmm. And, and what's interesting about this New York tax law as well, and, and, maybe, and it's a little frightening, is that there is so, there's way more opinion out there than there is actual expertise. The, right. the, the number of you know, legal advice, advisors on a f- Internet marketing is pretty small, and I would mm-hmm. bet most merchants don't have on staff lawyers that understand internet marketing or the impact of of internet marketing and so you know trying to centralize or at least provide resources uh, in initially would be a a good benefit the risk of an association starting at this point is the expectation that we can actually do something about it but i believe the organization will be way too new uh... and 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 have too few um, members to really make an impact on, on New York. However, right. strategically, strategically, if we look to the future and we build towards that and keep our eyes open, I think it's something that we can evolve into. Well, absolutely. So we want to make sure, and, and even in, in retrospect, have people who uh, have understood what happened here with New York and how that could be prevented in the future next year and yeah. the years that follow. Bet. Um, which is actually a really good lead-in to uh, a promo for my show next week. Um, next week we are going to have some guests who are going to specifically talk about the New York tax law, what it means, what it's about. Um, what I'm hoping to have um, is, is a, a small panel. Um, there, there is a, a lawyer who has been... Um, on, on the boards, giving uh, giving some ideas and expert uh, and explanations about what it means. There are some affiliates who have looked into it very very deeply, and other people who have been involved in speaking with New York authorities. I'm trying to get two or three uh, people who really know this this uh, this controversy well to come on the show next week. So um, be watching for announcements about that. Um, it's it's definitely something that everybody needs to be thinking about, so I hope to have some really good guests for you. Can't name any names yet because no one's confirmed, but I've got my feelers out, and we'll bring you uh, the very best information there is out there. 
Um, so I guess we're pretty much wrapping up here, Rebecca. Any last uh, thoughts? Oh, I know. Tell tell people how they can how they can find out more. Uh, you know how they can donate, uh, become members, or become involved in some way. How 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 will we keep this going? You know, in the interim, if you have comments or opinions and want to be involved, please email me um, at Affiliate Classroom. So my email is Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, at AffiliateClassroom.com. I'm still soliciting information and feedback. And I'm every person I talk to gives me another perspective and a brilliant idea. So I'm really excited about all the feedback I'm getting. Once we have this um, industry association blog up and running, um, I will be able to promote it through the affiliate classroom website. So you, so keep uh, checking that website, and we'll we'll have our own separate website for the performance marketing alliance. Um, I can't send you there yet because it's not up and running. <laughs> That's okay. But soon. I like the name, by the way. I think it's a good name. Yeah, I think so, too. I think performance marketing um, really encompasses everything we're trying to accomplish, and we want to imply that we are allied and we have, we have a coalition. We're not just mm-hmm. a, a group of independent members. We agree to work together. Yeah, and I'd like to see it as inclusionary as possible, and that's a pretty broad term. So, you know, all sorts of aspects of our business can be, um, you know, can be a part of that, which I think will will bring the numbers we need as well as the the um, the, the the credibility that's needed. So, I, I just I'm very excited about it. I want to thank you for the work that you've done so far. Um, you know, it's great getting all this detail together, and uh, just. Uh, Keep up the good work. Uh, keep me posted if any news pops up that you that you want to talk about. You know the launch of the of the blog or the announcement of some funds or whatever it is. Please let me know, and we'll have you back on the show. That would be great, and I and I think it's a great vehicle as well. To if there's issues that need a dialogue, that we can in, we can include it in your show as well to broaden Absolutely. the input. That would be great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm totally for it. Both as a, as an you know as an individual that hosts this show, I'm excited about it, and I'm also excited about it um, as the leader of of an agency um, in this space. I, I both. I want to be supportive of this in, in, in both roles. So um, good luck to you. Um, let me know if you need any help. And everybody, that was Rebecca at AffiliateClassroom.com. If you have any comments, you want to add your ideas to it, questions, whatever, I know Rebecca's anxious to hear that. And uh, keep, uh, keep your eyes open. This, this thing's going to happen this time around. <laughs> Thanks, Linda. Thanks a lot, Rebecca. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week. We'll ha- be having a great show uh, with some uh, uh, very interesting people to discuss the New York tax law situation, how it applies to affiliate marketing. So we'll talk to you then. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.